0: And on that note, let's drink. Yeah, fuck. Let's get it going.
1: The year is 2022. There's been a lot of faffing, but we're back. It's Australia's worst beer podcast. Some of you missed it. We missed it. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hey Brew. The podcast where you talk about the kind of crap you talk about in the
0: pub. My name is Elliot. My name is Mike. It's been two weeks since you looked at me. Two months, literally. Is that it? Yeah, it was August. I checked while you were in the bathroom. That feels longer. That's only four episodes. Yeah. But it's two months. Remember that. Usually it's two weeks. Yeah. 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 Hot diggity! That episode was also right after you'd come back from England because it was about your hometown. It was uh, back. You said, Damn you! I don't know why. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing's changed. No, no, absolutely <laughs> no. not.
1: Yeah, it, we haven't been spending time away, refreshing, re- refining, and rethinking the podcast. No, instead, what we've done is just been quite busy. Yeah, and then <laughs> legitimately, it was just like cool. Then I got sick, and then I was away again, and then I was away again, and then you were busy,
0: yeah. and then on like a few weekends where we would have done it, I had stuff on.
1: Yeah, it's just been yeah. Oh dear.
0: Yeah. Ooh. It usually usually gets a bit funny this time of year because you do a lot of travel for work, kind of at about this time. Yeah. Um. Usually it doesn't. It's not two months for us, but oh well. No. Who gives a fuck? I mean, me. Yeah, I, yeah, I did me, kind of I, yeah, doing
1: it. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I've got really going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's the triangle on your hat? Where That's do I know it from?
0: The, the company I work for. It's a product they make. I don't know it. It's okay. It's not relevant because the people listening can't fucking see it. Audio again, format. Yes. I thought it was a Vidger thing. No. I'm still talking about it.
1: I'll stop. Yeah. Um, The guy who I think um, directed the music... For the first Fallout game. Mm. I saw your glasses what, of Fallout. Fallout 1? Yeah, I believe it was a music. Just died. Oh. Sad. I don't know Robbie Coltrane worked at Bethesda. Robbie Coltrane defended J.K. Rowling, so yeah. fuck that guy. Yeah. Um, but the guy's name was Ferret. First name? Yes. Amazing. What was yes. his last name? Like something normal. Fucker. Yeah. <laughs> something normal. Like the island of fuck it in Thailand. Yes. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So in the last two months,
0: have you had any drink? Uh, You might say I've had quite a bit. Um, I've been pretty lax on the old untapped side of things. More so because what I've been drinking is stuff I've had before, so it doesn't feel as, I don't know, pressing to be like, hey, look at this thing I had. That's fair. Um, What I did do, though, AFL grand final occurred during our, our time away. It has been a while. Jesus yeah, Christ. that was like a month into our time away. Um I went I like booked a table with some friends at the co conspirators brew pub to watch it there.
1: Um, disclosure moment. Michael is a co owner, part owner of co conspirators. Michael owns <laughs> co conspirators. No. Uh although now now as well uh, like are you a cons- one of the co conspirators? Is that no. what it makes you? No,
0: I would well, the, the way that they talk about the brand, yes. But Have that's you ever just... conspired Yes. to drink? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I, I do also now know the bar supervisor there, because a friend of mine started working there recently. Nice. Anyway, um, had the grand final there. They did a collaboration with Pie Thief as part of that oh, yeah. event. So they did like a kangaroo and plum pie. And they're... How was that? Delicious. Okay. Like it's, it's a... You know, it's game, you put a a nice plum with it, really good pairing. Yeah, everyone knows that. Dark meat and plum. Everyone knows that. Yeah. Um, Stone fruit. Exactly. And they've done a beer to go with it, and I cannot remember what the flavor of the beer was, but it was also good. Plum. I don't think it was plum. Okay. Um, Plum sounds do exist. Yeah, I'm sure. But yeah, had a lot of co-conspirators that day, at least. Yeah. Um, It was an okay final. Yeah, it was fine. I stopped watching. It was a good old drubbing is what it was, but it was okay. Um, And I'm at this weird point now where like obviously over the cold months I accrued a lot of darker beer in the house. And it's getting a bit nice out. Mm. So yesterday I went on a spending spree and ordered a bunch of like IPAs and lagers and stuff. Did you see pickle beers back? I did. I still have yet to try it, but I didn't. I've had one, I think. I might have dreamt that, but I think I had one in the end. Get some.
1: Okay. And get some pickle beer as yeah. well.
0: Yeah, got a bunch of stuff from Dayton and wow. uh, Hot Nation because they had some new stuff out. They had a new I- like West Coast IPA. Delightful. I like, That's what I want. Mm. Cut grass in a glass. Um, but yeah, just been kind of getting around, having a few beers. Mostly it's been just catching up with friends because we can do that again. Um, yeah. Well, at least I feel more comfortable. I was going like, to say, like we've been able to do that for a while, but I no, know what but, you mean, like you yeah. can you can do it and feel a little more. Yeah, like I was at a convention a couple of weeks ago, and a lot of my time outside of the convention was catching up with friends at the nearby bar and delicious, just having pints and love pints. Every now and then, a little apérol spritz because it was quite warm out. You're so fancy. Yeah, it was delicious, yeah. and I did get about a Negroni. Well, now tomato. I did have a psycho. martini for the first time.
1: Oh, what kind?
0: Uh, a Vespa. Ooh, you're going hard on the first well, one. W- so, it was at Gin Palace in the city, um, one of my favorite places. And I, the, I got there. Part of the group was already there in the in the booth, and the bartender was standing there taking orders. And I just walked in, and he's like, "What do you want?" I was like, "Well, I've never had a martini. What do you recommend?" And that was his recommendation for a first martini. Fair Cause thoughts. It's, uh, well, that one was quite nice because it was like you know. The, the flavor of the gin came through. It was quite uh, floral and mm. and and a bit fruity. Um, I had one after that. And I'm for, I completely blanking on the name, but it, it almost tasted a little bit more like seawater, like the olive really came through. and oh, so a little dirtier. Yes, it, it was a dirty something. I forget the second word in the name, but that one was... Martini. <laughs> no, it was like wet and dirty, something like that. But... All right. I don't know. It, it was all right, but not as good as the first one I had. Yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, yeah I do like a martini. Yeah. Mm, nice drink. I mean, it's always feel like dickhead, but cool. I mean, I had two of them and I was fucking toasted. Yeah, it's just liquor. And that was at four o'clock in the afternoon. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Quality work. How about you? How's the boozing?
1: Well, <clears throat> I think it's probably just easier to say I've had quite a bit. I went to New Orleans. I had some there. That mm-hmm. was good. Courtyard Brewery. Shout out. That was excellent Mm -hmm. i'd had two days of very 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 long days of work and i walked out of the convention center in silence put my headphones in and walked like a mile 1.6 kilometers to a brewery sat on my own in the quiet and had two beers and one of them was incredible one of them was also good um and on the way out because new orleans is amazing and you can do this they were like well you better take a beer for the road so i had a second one of the incredible
0: ones My word, it was good. Dude, you can do that here. At least in this council, you can walk down the street with a beer.
1: Oh, but the bar will just give you a pint. Oh, okay. That's different. Yes. (laughs) Every bar in New Orleans has plastic cups, so you Uh, can get a pint to go. Okay, I get you. I get you. Mike, I'm moving. I'm moving to New Orleans. Yeah, that seems about right. I'll die there, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. you have a good time on the way out. Oh, yeah. Um, And then, since then, and I'm not going to go too deep into these, we've had not one, but two boozy occasions at my house. Yes, we finally had another stout day. Yes, we did. We finally actually, I'll come back. We did a little. We did a cheeky. Uh, at the weekend, we had a cheeky Oktoberfest. Drank some German beers. Yes, drank some German style beers, and had some pork knuckles, and also ate. Um, and it turns out I can make pretzels, and it's really easy. Oh my god, the pretzels so, are so good. I'll also be dying a pretzel overdose as well yeah. as New Orleans overdose. Yeah, but uh, we also had stout day. We got some of the some of the boys with a capital Z together. Mm-hmm. Um, this is boys. boys. Um, they really emphasize this, Z. Yeah. Uh and um we drank finally drank the Hot Chatter Stout. We did. It was good. Yeah. But better, I think, was the Bourbon County, which is the one we started on.
0: Yeah, I'll be honest, say, like after maybe the first one or two, they were all so intense that I was yep. that I was just less impressed as we kept going through them.
1: Yeah, they were all still nice, but yeah. but I, I do think the Bourbon but, County was I've been waiting five years to drink that beer. That's fair. Almost to the day. Yeah. And I think that, lived up to what i wanted it to i think that that beer was absolutely fantastic i think it's probably one of the best my favorite beers i've ever had wow which definitely was kind of built up around the hype around it and definitely built up around the you know the the sense of occasion Mm -hmm. but also fuck it i really enjoyed it yeah good i'm glad thanks (laughs) um yeah i think that'll that'll do for my little beer summary Mm. speaking of summary Yes. And beers. Yes. Bloody nice day out. In it, as you said to me on the way in, it's a bad day to be a beer. It's a bad day to be a beer, <laughs> which
0: is one of my new favorite phrases.
1: Should we make it a bad day to be this this beer? Bit? Yes. 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 All right. So <laughs> that was almost
0: the cheeseburger spring roll moment. Uh, wait, I had notes written about this beer. Jesus, you really have used this two months well. No, <laughs> I, I usually write just a little bit about the beer. I'm, I'm joking. Um, right. Just on on the on the on the dock that I've got. Um, But what we have today is from Garage Project. Uh, It is the Mojave Green. Wow, patrolling the Mojave really does make you wish for a nuclear winter. It's a California IPA, sitting at 6.6%. And the thing that I wanted to make sure I didn't forget, because I think it's kind of interesting, it was brewed in Australia on behalf of Garage Project by Hop Nation. Yes, there's a thing coming up. Uh, The event where Garage Project are over here. Yeah, I've seen seen the email. They keep trying to get me to go to it. (laughs) Are we just going to go? when is it mm. that's a bad start December 4th though Thornbury Bowls Club Three Ravens with oh, Dainton that weekend is already crazy for me I'm like in Sydney for a conference unlucky. the end of that week and then when uh, no actually I'm in Geelong all that weekend fuck it doubly unlucky yeah Um. anyway I think my parents will be here anyway Mojave Green Um. yeah
1: I was going to look at when that event was and I just realised that like it's not we're, important we're in the middle of something yeah
0: Um what is this Uh, back of the can mentioning earthy spicy and a heavy hint of grapefruit sativa it's a dark desert highway trip to the dank heart of hoppiness
1: oh it is California bro 420 blaze it actually it's Uh, about 630 but whatever yeah yeah
0: Uh, 2.3 standard drinks. so for you having a drive after this Mm. you can judge that accordingly I will just take some time yeah or we can I don't know get some food figure that out I will stand around As you do. Um, Let's T posing in in the front garden. (laughs) Fucking crack them open, I guess. All right.
1: right. I'd open these beers too. Mm. Some farm motherfucking beers. Mm. What's that from? Some farm motherfucking beef. (laughs) I
0: don't know what you're talking about. No, I don't
1: know. Someone else always says it to me, and I kind of assumed it was you at this point. Nope. Might be TJ. I always get YouTube mixed up.
0: That's, yeah, on account of how white my skin is. It's weird that you brought race into it. One of the, <laughs>
1: <laughs> One of the major differences between you two. For people who have only heard the podcast before, Mike is Indian. Yes. And TJ, with a name like TJ, obviously white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's weird about this is he doesn't listen, so it's just going to be like, this yeah. just feels like bullying. Yeah, it is. Sorry, Tej. Yeah, not that you listen. Is this a hate
0: crime? What is happening out there?
1: Anyway, oh, no, sorry, nothing. My stupid
0: squirrel brain was doing a thing. Uh huh. Um, this looks delicious. It does. It's it's like an, it really. It's does. like that really good IPA mixture of basically translucent, but a very golden color. Yeah. It looks like you know the bit
1: at the beginning of Jurassic Park where it's like Hammond's like me. Oh, it's in the amber. He's a digger. Oh. Yeah, and he's looking at the amber yeah, 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 with a yeah, yeah. mosquito in it. Um, Man, that's a weird reference, Elliot. You don't even like Jurassic Park that much. Yeah. Like, it's good. It certainly
0: smells like an IPA. I think it certainly smells like Jurassic Park. <laughs>
1: it certainly smells like Cretaceous period. Jurassic period.
0: Fuck. Oh, it does smell. It does smell. I was talking into the beer. Now, full disclaimer, I've had this before. And I can confirm, it's still fucking great. That's delicious. Yeah. I haven't bought, during lockdown...
1: I think it's fair to say I ordered Garage Project once every week or two, whenever yep. they emailed me. Yeah. Since I moved house, I think I've had like three beer deliveries. Yeah. Turns out mortgages.
0: Little, little XY. Little hard. Yeah. The thing <laughs> Still, I've, the thing I've found hot shit. since living here is like, cause Purvis is literally around the corner. Yeah. I've done way less online ordering, except for, you know, like um, co conspirators and Dayton also. I'm, yeah. I've invested in both of those. So I get like little discounts and things here and there. And like, that's kind of nice to, to make use of that.
1: Yeah. I've got your man in, um, Seddon. Who's got quite a nice beer selection as well. So I need to take you to that shop. It's good.
0: Um, we need to go drinking for just by the way. Yes. It's good. Dude, I'll do it. Fucking (laughs) threaten me. Fucking invite me nerd.
1: (laughs) I invite you around all the time.
0: No, you don't twice recently. (laughs) Twice ever. and, And I came Mm-hmm. i heard it that's why i took the dramatic sip afterwards um thoughts on the beer really 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 nice yeah really like big punch in the face hoppy it which, is what you expect from something called california ipa yeah, yeah yeah it's got yeah it's got that like really good bitterness but it's it's right on the edge of like starting to dry the mouth out yeah dry, it dries you out just enough that you're like oh i want some more right now because i'm i'm thirsty yeah
1: I like the artwork, I must say. Yes. kind of fun. Kind of psychedelic desert. Yeah. You get what you're paying for, but yeah. A little bit. Grapefruit sativa. Sure. It's a dark desert highway. Trip to the dank heart of happiness. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Good. Do you think they meant to reference Hotel California? Yeah, I almost certainly think they did. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, this is really, really good. Um, It's just, one thing it does say is tenacious foam. It. I mean, it did
0: when I first poured it, and it settled very quickly.
1: Yeah, I just. I kind of disagree with that, but still, otherwise, another out of the park from Garage Project. Yeah, they like once again. I think I probably had one beer of theirs, maybe two, that I was like, I'm not into this. Yeah, and that I and think one pro- of them was like just badly poured because it was a oh, um, right. heartbreaker, and I think they yeah. just keep their beer. Excuse me, quite gassy. It turns out, mm. I think heartbreaker just keeps their beer quite shittily. Mm. But this is a, um, this is a really nice pretty dank without being like yeah this is <sighs> this this is like this is going in the
0: car on the way home yeah this, some is, more. this is like one of the best examples of my ideal springtime beer like a daylight like today when it's sunny and like you're you're in a good mood because like nature is like blooming and everything's nice again it, it's probably one of the first real nice days in Melbourne. yeah yeah and like especially if someone nearby has just cut their lawn and oh. that smells wafting through the neighborhood maybe someone's fired up a barbecue because it's like 24 degrees out like all those aromas coming through, and drinking a beer like this, sitting out in the sun, hot dog, hot dog indeed. It's come from Purvis or from the source? Uh, I think I got this from Garage Project online because I got, like ordered it as soon as they announced it. I haven't bought Garage Project beer in so long.
1: I think it's because I drank so many of their hazy IPAs that I was like, yeah, these are all good, but they are all well, very much what's it they called? Like, Variations on a theme.
0: Yeah, it was like their their monthly fresh IPA release. Yeah. Like, I was, I was getting that every month for nearly a year when they first started rolling those out here. Yeah. And then it got to a same. point where I was just like, well, I've done that, but then also I've ordered a couple of other ones that are very similar. I was like, well, I don't need to keep doing this. Yeah, I think I just I overdosed it. on it and I got yeah. bored of
1: it and I haven't bought a garage project since and i yeah,
0: defunding myself. Oh, I, will, I will say the, the 11th anniversary beers that they did. I saw those. You brought them around. Um, we didn't get around to drinking them. Yeah, well, they did two. They did a big boozy stout and they did a triple ipa yeah cool so nice and chill well that triple ipa you remember turbo fuzz oh turbo fuzz was 10 percent. this is 11 and it's like all it's hitting very similar flavor notes i was gonna say was it as good as turbo fuzz which might be their best beer yeah i I would say it's it's certainly my favorite they've ever done yeah um christ yeah then we're going down to carwin and getting it on tap i remember getting it at uh, mate fest at moondog World, which oh, was like the with, the fucking weekend that beer came out with your twin brother TJ. Yes, that and the the Swedish beer that was uh, Black Forest Gatto, Oh like. yeah, Lövig I think. Lövig, I, yeah. sure I remember their name earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I, I remember like hearing about that beer before that festival turning up, and they had basically air freighted it the day before. It's just oh, yeah, so cool. fucking good. <laughs> Did Phil
1: Mackay, aka Amy brandon husband, husband's currently in Sweden amazing jealous yeah let's get into it I've mm-hmm. got something to tell you and i just remember, but let's get into it alright I'm actually going to tell you now I'm because I will forget but that's why I kind of went to hit the spot I meant to tell you today a friend a colleague a client of mine was over recently I am talking about for dinner and I was chatting away to them he's bought into this thing in Sweden this whiskey brewery uh-huh. wait whiskey distillery distillery where you pay like a thousand pounds mm-hmm. and you buy a barrel of whiskey okay and it's like 60 bottles yeah so they've done it between three of them I think do they bottle it for you they age it they yeah. distill it they age it it's a proper whiskey distillery as yeah, well yeah, yeah. not some yeah guys and every year they send you a sample right a, a, like a couple of little glass, boss, bottles Yeah, and yeah. then at that point that you think it's hit perfection you say okay stop right and they stop aging it, and they bottle it, and they send you the rest.
0: That's incredible.
1: A thousand pounds. That's sixty bottles that's of whiskey. F- fucking stupid. It's incredible. He told me about it, and I was like, I need, I need to tell Mike, like, yeah. because
0: what's that like? Twenty pounds a bottle? Not even something
1: like that. It's some. In I've got the website on my phone. I've had it there since. No, to be listed. Yeah, less months 20, ago. Less
0: than twenty a bottle. That's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah,
1: I, I, this is why I had to top you now because I was like, if I don't tell you now, I'll forget again. Do There's the, got to be somewhere. So we've got to no, speak to Starwood and what, say, hey, you should start doing this. No, what
0: I want to know is do they keep a little bit of the whiskey themselves, age it slightly longer and go, well, here's what it would have been like if you hadn't stopped us. That would be so rude. Yeah. <laughs> what if they send you the final sample and it's either better or worse than where you said stop. And if it's better, that makes you think how far the limits have gone. Well, how far oh, yeah, no, could it have gone. Worse, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. So that's why I had to stop you, because I was like,
1: I do have to remember telling you this, because I meant to tell you at Stout Day and at beer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oktoberfest. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Oktoberfoots. Yes. Oktoberfest and Footscray. Anyway,
0: sorry, you've got an episode. I do. Hang on. All right, well, we've had a very abrupt exit from the beer segment. Sorry. Because No, it's fine. You had to, you had to tell me something before you forgot for a third time. To be perfectly I... honest with you, it could almost have been content yeah so i don't know what you want to do with it well now that we've had this discussion i can't put it in it's just a mystery <laughs> don't I want to it. steal it yeah no um so anyway let's do an episode i've got a topic i wrote this maybe three four weeks ago we tried to do this
1: yeah yeah I say like two months break and the chaos is if we've Done two back oh. to backers.
0: Yeah, I know. Great. There's been a few moments like doing this. I'm like, how do we do this again? Oh, that's right. It's like <laughs> riding a bike, but you've had a beer. We just open our mouths and let it fall out, basically, like slugs. Um, so, Mojave Green, the Mojave, as you know, is a desert in the USA, mainly spanning across California, Nevada, and little bits of Arizona and Utah. Mm. It's a big boy. Here's a large, it's a large, the very large, big, big, vig, very big, big. Very big desert I think so uh, Yes um, Today we're going to talk about another very big desert One that's a little bit closer to home The Nullarbor Plain Ah, oh, nice Yeah
1: It's it, I, I wasn't sure if you were going to go for one of the really creatively named Australian deserts Like the Great Sandy Desert Yeah Or the sand pit at the
0: local playground <laughs> <laughs> It's big mm. to someone what? <laughs> Yeah Uh all right, so if you're listening to this and you're not familiar with the Nullarbor Plain, here's a little intro. Uh, it's a big, basically lifeless desert near the southern coast of Australia, totaling nearly 200,000 square kilometers. It's a big boy. And spanning an area across the border between South Australia and Western Australia. Its widest point is about 1,100 kilometers east to west. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, when I uh, when I first heard the name Nullarbor, I actually I, I just assumed it was an indigenous word because is it not? No, no it it has Conte- context. We have a lot of indigenous words in Australia. Yeah, and like based on the the syllables and sounds in Nullarbor, I just thought it was as well. Yeah, you get to the point whether or
1: not you speak any indigenous languages, where you can kind of like pick out indigenous words. Yeah. And you're like that
0: must be yeah. But but no, it is a compound word with Latin roots. I really thought you were going to say it's named after Jack Nullabor. I wish no. Uh, So nulla, the feminine version of nullus, meaning no or none, and arba, meaning tree. Fuck off. Yeah. So it's the null arba. It's it's the no tree desert essentially. So Great Sandy Desert isn't the only stupidly named area. Yeah, no, Uh, it is, yeah, like I said, quite literally, the no tree plain. The traditional indigenous name for the area, however, is uh, Undiri, I believe it's pronounced, uh, which translates to, translates to the waterless, which is slightly more forgiving of the indigenous name for being really basic. Um, (laughs) But no matter which way you slice it, it's a big fucking dry desert and there's basically no trees in sight. It's a big dry boy. Yes. I'm, don't know how I feel about it anymore. Yeah, that's just the name. There's there's so much more to go. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna state this next part very clearly. Uh, we've touched on the indigenous uh potential of the area, but as is the case with a lot of things in Australian history, Indigenous people have lived in and around the Nullarbor for about forty thousand years. Uh, however, given the nature of colonial assholes, I've written here and record keeping of the time. Oh, yeah. The only information that's plentiful or easy to find is about the accomplishments of Europeans in the area.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> um, uh,
0: Hebrew stands in solidarity with Indigenous peoples of Australia. Yeah. Sovereignty was never ceded. Yes, always was, always will be. Uh, so before we move on and talk about some of that history, we've got to give it up to those folks who just fucking live in a desert and are cool with it. And yeah, it's not for me, Europeans but... Europeans just fucking turn up and die. Uh, anyway... Edward John Eyre, E-Y-R-E, his his name's around the place. So, E-Y-R-E, Eyre, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, An English explorer, colonial administrator, and uh, governor of Jamaica at one point, uh, was the first European to cross the Nullarbor, completing the trip in 1841. So Jamaica, previously a British... Colonial. Yeah, sorry, there was... I was trying to focus on one thing of Yeah, that. Yeah, there was yeah, a lot. There was a lot. Can Oops. you go again? Uh, English explorer, colonial administrator, uh, and governor of Jamaica. Not all at the same time, Michael. Yeah, probably not while he was doing this. No. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, Cross the Nullarbor, finishing up in 1841. Fair enough. Uh, an account of that journey in 1865 by Henry Kingsley included a description of the area as, quote, a hideous anomaly a blot on the face of nature, the sort of place one gets into in bad dreams. Do you that's know... A, that's a pretty good bio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's going to be my new Twitter bio. Um,
1: <laughs> so, I was going to say Tinder, but that's an not An really. affront to nature and God. Yeah. Um, so the 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 thing about that is that you want to be like, disrespectful to local cultures, blah, blah, blah. But actually, probably accurate. Yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty yeah. bang on. It's a giant fucking desert. Indigenous people are just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah was, fair uh, cop. We thought the same. Yeah. Um, so air's journey began in November 1840 mm-hmm. uh, with John Baxter and three Indigenous men. Three of the horses they had died of hi- uh, dehydration, so they returned to where they started. Uh, they left. They left again. In, <laughs> We're going to get three new horses. Basically, Oh, for fucks. Uh, they, they left and they left again in February of 1841. So a few months later only to run out of supplies and water, leading to a mutiny within the group. <laughs> so few mutinies happen on land. I love it. I know. Well, yeah. The, ho- the horses took over. Uh, <laughs> no. Two of the indigenous men killed John Baxter and left with the group's remaining supplies, leaving air and one indigenous man, Wiley, to complete the trek. <laughs> oh, come <laughs> on, and, lads. Yeah, he threw the short straw like, fuck, I've got to look after this white man. He can't yeah. do shit out here. Don't leave me here. This guy's a jerk. Yeah. Um, but There are three horses! I'd like to put my feet up. <laughs> this one's for the bags. <laughs> Somebody's got to carry the water. <laughs> uh, but, despite the odds, uh, they managed to complete the journey across the Nullarbor, uh, finishing up in June of 1841. So they're out there for a while. When did it start? Uh, February. Shit, that's 18 months. Yeah, but it's all on foot. No, yeah. no, no, no. February to June. Of oh, the same year. Eighteen forty, I thought it was. Year, thought it was no, 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 that's when they first tried. Oh. Uh, and then they sorry, had yes, to leave again not in yes, February eighteen forty one. I mean
1: still fucking what, five months. Yeah, four or five months, something like that.
0: F that in the A. Yes. Uh now, that's kinda the beginning, but a lot of uh more more modern interest in the Nullarbor involves people crossing it in cars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it used to actually be a lot more treacherous. Uh, the road was a was a dirt road until projects to seal it uh, began in 1960, which didn't actually finish until 1976. So, like, they, wow, they did sixteen. It, they, well, they did it in parts because it was across state lines and governments are involved. Yeah, and, and you thought widening the M1 to three lanes took a
1: while? Yeah, yeah. Fucking. That's it. a very Eastern Victorian joke, folks. Yeah. You are all welcome.
0: Yeah. Uh, now. I'm looking at the wrong paragraph, here we In go. Melbourne yes, uh, d- I was about to say deserts, no deserts <laughs> <laughs> deserts, please. yeah. Uh, deserts usually have some weird and wild things associated with them, mostly because the heat makes people go a bit funny. <laughs> um, so we're going to go for the, for the rest of today's uh, episode, we're going to go through three of them that've that I've written some stuff about here, uh, starting with the Round Australia trial. Uh, so the Round Australia Trial was a long-distance motorsport rally event. Cool. Uh, that ran every year from 1953 to 1958, cool. and then a handful more times between then and its final iteration in 1998 with the PlayStation Rally Round Australia. Oh, I thought you were going to say PlayStation game. No, no, they just sponsored this event. Yeah, fair play. Um, probably, did, probably fair tied it with PlayStation. Yeah, probably Sorry. tied it in with uh, Gran Turismo. That might have been out around then. Anyway.
1: Mm. Um, they tied it in with Colin McRae Rally One. That
0: would be sick.
1: I mean, I remember playing that game. Never played it. Poor guy died in a helicopter crash. Yeah, him and Kobe. Helicopters, people don't yeah. go into helicopters. Yeah,
0: it, human beings are not meant to be in the air or the ocean. Stop doing both of those, especially when you go from one to the other. <laughs> yeah, very quickly. Not a good idea. Mm. Uh, anyway, it's exactly what it sounds it like. Sea planes. There, really it's, it's a it's essentially a race that involves circumnavigating Australia in a car. Yeah, it's very much
1: what it says on the tin. Yeah, doing a lap. With a PlayStation. Just
0: doing a big old lap. Um, But of course, you can't circumnavigate Australia without crossing the Nullarbor. Uh, Initially, these events were billed as reliability trials. So it's basically like, can your car make it through this? Um, The Land Cruiser really ruined it. Yeah, but they were also all sponsored by and named for oil or fuel product manufacturers so they're yeah. like hey our oil will get you round australia we ah yes the rights. standard oil trial at one, at one point it was like rep code yeah like shell sponsored it yeah that's trust standard oil had been broken up by that time <laughs> by quite a few years Got a lot of things to remember in can't, life can't get everything right yeah um but uh where am i yeah i couldn't find anything about how long it took as it wasn't really it wasn't a like race for time. Yeah. The, the scoring enough. involved, uh, having a, an allowed amount of time to complete the journey. Mm-hmm. And then points were lost through arriving late to checkpoints or yep. the condition of the vehicle. And maybe like a, a few other factors. But so those, those are kind of the main ones. Cause it was, it's it a reliability trial. It's like, you've got yeah. this much time to get, to get around the country if your car falls apart at the end, well, obviously you haven't done very well. Yeah, well, they're they're, they're basically marathons. Yeah, I think there there were wa- there were some of the later events that had times, but mm-hmm. I I didn't really I didn't write them down. I didn't really know how to interpret that because it's like, well, it doesn't make any sense because you have to obey speed laws, and if you're encouraging time, it's like you want to talk about the history of the Gumball Rally. That stuff gets real weird. <laughs> well, I I wonder if um, in that kind of era, whether they were really
1: obeying speed limits and also in yeah. those areas. Yeah, true. Because obviously like certain parts of the deserts in Australia are limitless.
0: But also, most of this was before the road was sealed through the Nullarbor. Well, there we go then. You don't have to obey <laughs> shit. Yeah. Probably. Just fucking dirt and sand. Yeah. Man, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, the next weird bit of desert business uh, is the story of the Nullarbor nymph. <laughs> have you heard of this before? <laughs> so just someone who fucks a lot in the Nullarbor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people must, right? People yeah. live out there. they got to fuck. No, they don't get to. No, we're not talking about nymphomaniacs out in the it's desert. It's dry. Um, in December of 1971, professional kangaroo shooters oh, cl- claimed to have seen a white woman with blonde hair amongst the kangaroos. And- That's just Mick Dundee. <laughs> yeah, he was doing like location scouting. Yeah. But- <laughs> Fucking hell, it's Paul Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine. Um, no, white woman, blonde hair milling about with the kangaroos apparently
1: milling about <laughs> just like
0: you coming here often what's going on lads
1: <laughs> I kind got a gun
0: ah fuck <laughs> uh, and they they had admittedly grainy footage uh, showing the woman in kangaroo skins holding a kangaroo by the tail I get the feeling she's another roo shooter 1971 like cameras weren't that good I know but like right. you know why do they have cameras? They're kangaroo hunters.
1: And also, why is she wearing a kangaroo? Yeah. She doesn't sound like
0: she's just a... Well, anyway. further sightings were reported, and the story blew up around the world. Journalists flocked to the area. Christ. Specifically the town of Eucla, uh, which at the time had a population of eight. Eucla's just like... A, it's actually an outpost
1: of uh, UCLA. It's the yeah. Australian branch well, of UCLA. It's, it's the
0: electronic UCLA. <laughs> A spelling joke for you. How's e U C L A. Gotcha. I was like, I don't really get it. <laughs> Eli. Electronic lies. Anyway, <laughs> that's a Reggie Watts joke. Oh right. From like some weird YouTube video. Uh, I'm putting myself off track. Anyway, Eucla. Yeah, Eucla. Population eight. Journalists all over it. Eventually, the nullborn nymph was revealed as a hoax, uh, intended as a publicity stunt. Oh, I
1: am shocked so and appalled. surprised yes oh no the, uh, you
0: mean the the weird
1: desert spirit who just happened to be a white blonde chick isn't real
0: yeah well she was she was real um but she was a 17 year old model uh, oh, someone involved in the hoax admitted to media that it was created by the publicist Jeff Pierce of Melbourne so probably like to try and get exposure for this model um, and Jeff Pierce brother of Guy Pierce the actor Pearce so <laughs> i mean maybe why not? Australian why not yeah we're going to say that's true
1: yeah. Citation needed. Actually, you know what? Guy Pierce, how could you do this? Yeah. I mean, he
0: is a guy. How could his Dan Andrews have like made this happened? <laughs> how is the best case scenario, Joe Biden? <laughs> All right. Last bit of Nullarbor Madness before we start to wrap this up. Uh, Nullarbor Madness also sounds like a thing you get in a Nullarbor. I would believe it. I got Nullarbor fever. And one place you might get said fever is on the Nullarbor Lynx Golf Course. Motherfucker. Have you heard of this? Spot? I was
1: didn't know if you were going to bring it up, because I was going to if you weren't.
0: Yeah, uh, it's an 18-hole par 72 golf course, and it is the, it is the world's longest golf course, as it spans a 1,365-kilometer stretch of the air highway that runs through the Nullarbor. So named, because it's in the air. Yes. Well, the golf balls will be. Oh. Anyway, uh, the course has been running since 2009 and hosts the annual Chasing the Sun tournament in September every year. Um, the average distance between the holes is sixty six kilometers uh with the largest single gap between two holes just under two hundred kilometers yeah. um basically you you drive along the Nullarbor, you park the car, do a hole, get back in the car, go to the next one
1: yeah i think I think it's such a um like such a disrespectful use of aboriginal land, but it is quite a funny way to break up the nothingness well also
0: in terms of like you know golf courses generally. Are a way to sequester green space away from the masses and keep yes. it for private, entitled rich people. Yes. Um, As someone who's been playing a lot of golf recently, I you reluctantly agree. Yeah. Um, but like, this is a giant desert, and like, they've literally got grass and shit they've managed to to get growing there, which I imagine is an irrigation nightmare.
1: Yeah, they really bring them Young to that shit. That's a Mormonism yeah. joke for you. You're that's,
0: all welcome. That's great. Um, <laughs> the the literal final sentence I wrote here, and I haven't found a way to weave this in, so I'm just going to say it. A golf cart isn't going to cut it here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that weaves itself in quite nicely, <laughs> just
0: as is. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, so, look, that's that's what I had about the Nullarbor. I've never seen it myself with my own human eyes. I haven't driven through it. I don't know that I want to. <laughs> you
1: really sound like Principal Skinner with the, like... Mmm, a car. I hope to be a car owner myself one day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to keep my car on good neck, so I'm not going to drive it through the Nullarbor. Yeah,
1: I mean, with the best one in the world, your car is fairly new, but it is also a performance Ford. Yeah. I would say if you're going to the Nullarbor, take like a Toyota yeah. and a 4x4 oh, one at that.
0: There's this. Um, something rugged. rugged. There's a security researcher that I follow online who like works for Microsoft, and he has taken an AMG Mercedes through there. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, fucking you do
1: you. <laughs> so a friend of mine drove to Cuba Pedy.
0: Where is that again? Oh, it's like, yeah, yeah, getting up
1: towards Alice, I guess. Mm. Um, Springs, not a person. Yes. Um, And they were halfway, picking a number, yep. there, and got a flat tire. And they were like, don't worry, I'll just change the tire. It's on the back of my car. Mm-hmm. They've got a 4x4 with like a tire thing on the sure. rear door. Yeah. Forgot the key to unlock the tyre, like, door. The cover, yeah. Yeah. In the middle of the
0: desert. How do you not just keep that key in the car?
1: It's a good question. I think she yeah. does now. Well, but... yeah,
0: because I'm assuming because that was the issue, that key is literally only for the tyre cover. Yeah. What are you...
1: Come on, man. Yeah, so she was just alone, just her. Yeah, sir In the desert with a flat tyre. I hey mean, I've seen Wolf Creek. Yeah, man. And if you haven't, <laughs> just use your imagination from the words that we're saying. Yeah a creek of wolves yeah. instead of water yes so it's flowing wolves that's why
0: it's so dry and lifeless out there. yeah it's all
1: wolf all the way down yeah um but i so when i first moved here one of my plans in life was to drive the sydney to perth to cross country mm. and i was like that'd be really fun and a friend of mine was like nope really fucking boring yeah he's like it's not what you think it's not like america
0: yeah I mean, it's dude, just even, nothing. Even driving to like Geelong or Ballarat gets boring because you hit that one spot and it's just fucking straight road Yep. and you've got the cruise control on set to 100 or whatever it is and you're just fucking Ish. sitting there. It's yes. like, I'm trying not to fall asleep because I'm doing nothing.
1: So that actually leads me quite nicely into a few things. Actually, I'll probably return to those. But yeah, he said that... I'm going to hit the outro. Because oh. I am not no I was just gonna say like the guy said to me like he drove on the Nullarbor once and he only did like four hours and he was just like first 30 minutes you're like wow this is crazy this is yes. so empty and lifeless and then he's like and by the hour mark he's like wow surely there's something soon yeah. and then by about an hour and a half he's like oh no this is it and then another two and a half hours of it and yeah. he's like this sucks yeah. and it's 11 thousand 1100 kilometers across yeah yes um, but yeah if you want to hit the out we can do Let's do this. So, a couple of things you were talking about falling mm. asleep. There's obviously that's an issue. Yeah. You have things like white line fever. Are you familiar with that?
0: It's it's a phrase I've heard, but I yeah. couldn't tell you the definition. And,
1: it, and it's nothing to do with um, Grandmaster Flash. Okay. Ticket to ride. White line highway. Sometimes I've had white wine fever. Tell all your friends they can go my way. No, it's about you're just staring into the vanishing point of a road Oh yeah, yeah, for such a long time that it just stops sort of processing. Yeah. And you basically just like, you have to really sort of make sure your brain's switched on because mm. it's nothingness. And the vanishing point is just an end. If you don't yeah. know what a vanishing point is, is when the road basically meets at the horizon, the two sides of the road. So it just becomes a very long straight arrow in front of you. Yes. And you're just staring down it for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. And that's a big problem. But also... um, I once saw Rich Hall, Texan I think, comedian on QI, yeah, yeah. talking about how in certain parts of the United States and the Midwest, if you're driving, you'll be driving for miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles and miles, and miles on a straight road, mm-hmm. and then it'll just have a 90 degree right turn, uh-huh. and then you'll drive for... It's just like hit the edge of someone's farmland. Well, no, you'll drive a significant distance there, and then you'll turn left again, and then you'll keep going. And it's like, oh, is that to diminish white line fever actually in the u.s it'd be a left turn and a right turn whatever and he's like no it's because at a certain point the curvature of the earth has meant that the road is no longer really pointing at where you want it to be going <laughs> oh so you have to make a detour to get back to the right direction so weird which is fucking mental yeah like put something you there. start building a road and suddenly you're like wow we we're really off And it's like yeah, yeah you have to
0: you have I to mean, account for pe- this people People are often bad at drawing a straight line, even in short distances. Yeah. Now They're imagine it over down, hundreds yeah, of kilometres. Yeah. down a road. Yeah.
1: Through nothingness as yeah, well. So yeah. that's the thing. Because there's no towns, you're not you're not cutting through a town or you're going not, to a town. You're not, yeah. You're not
0: aiming for something. Exactly right. Or, or what you're aiming for is so far away. Or it's like a compass. You're putting pointing yes. it to like a compass direction. You're like that'll do. Yeah. And then eventually you it's a, like, whoa, where
1: are we? Surveying tool called a theodolite. Hmm. Friend of mine did surveying at university and t- taught me that word. I don't know if it's the right tool, but it's fun to say. Yeah. Treat yourself. Get a
0: theodolite. See? Theodolite, it sounds like a slur.
1: Yeah, like troglodyte. Yeah. Yeah. Luddite. I like drectoid. What is that? Drek is like a quite a niche English word for like dross, rubbish, trash. Okay. So if you're a drectoid, yeah, just a lower form uh-huh it's good isn't it yeah. i once heard it used this person grunting directoids that watch big brother i was like i like that that's yeah. good yeah yeah it's like squealing hominids i can't where that's from but don't mm. me laugh as well anyway don't go to the desert people it's empty yeah we're not meant to be there let's just play
0: golf that does sound like fun we're very fragile beings we're not meant for harsh climbs like that <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's one unless, of those things that we it. are. Well, like if
0: well, if, no, we're not, but we do it.
1: We can do yeah, it. Yeah, if
0: you if you live there, you get acclimatized to it. But like you and I, we're city folk. This is just reminding me, by the way. Yeah. Did you see that chap this week, Ned? Oh yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Ned's run. Yeah, people were posting about it in the work Slack. And yeah. Were, like donating to it and following it along and like going to see him when he was coming through town.
1: For context, people, a man named Ned, with two D's. Yeah. And a surname has just run (laughs) in not that long a period of time. He was doing like 100 kilometers a day. He was running. He ran from Perth to Sydney. Yeah. If you ever want to look at that on a map, Perth is the world's most isolated city, Mm. and he ran all the way across Australia. Yeah. And sometimes when you look at a flat map, you forget that what's happening is something called a Mercator projection, which actually makes Australia look much smaller on the map. Yes. But if you look at it on a globe, you'll notice that Australia is... Not that much smaller than the U.S. Yeah,
0: no, it's fucking massive.
1: He basically ran And coast the middle of it to is coast. nothing. Yeah, in the middle of it's nothing, and it's forty-five degrees and yeah. nothing. Yeah, and he ran from one to the other.
0: And I mean, fair fair play to him. I ra- raised over 000, 000, 000 yeah, for a million dollars. Yeah, it's like one point six. I've forgotten the charity, but it, so have I. Yeah. I, I I want to know that because that's alpaca incredible. rescue. It definitely wasn't that. No, it was a good charity. Yeah,
1: not that alpaca rescue is a bad charity. All but charities you know, are I've,
0: good unless they're a front for something. Salvation Army, Red Cross. I'm looking at you. Yeah, pretty much. But Jerks. no, shout out to Ned for just running across Australia. Ned, he's Hebrews lad of the week.
1: <laughs> lad with two D's. Yes, it has to be. Yeah, I got nothing else. Yeah,
0: what's the longest drive you've ever done? Um, that's a good question. Um, I think when I when I was a kid, we did a like family holiday from New Zealand to Australia. We did that's a long drive. No, <laughs> yeah. you, <did> you, <laughs> impressed. Do you remember when you could go into Google Maps and put in I need directions from Sydney to LA, yeah. and it would tell you to get in a kayak? Yeah, I'll swim. Where, yeah, it's that should be great. great. No, we did the drive. I think from Brisbane to Sydney. That's a decent way. Yeah, because it was like, oh family road trip, blah, blah, blah. I hated it. Like, yeah. Those drives are always... Your parents think they're going to be something they just never turn out to be. <laughs> you say your parents think it's, or the, your, your parents think... No, like, all, all parents who are like, let's do a big road trip, and the kids are, like, below 15 or whatever. Yeah. They think it's going to be, like, this amazing oh. journey, and it fucking sucks.
1: The way you said it, <laughs> I thought you said your parents always turn out to be something that you don't think they're going <laughs> to... That you think... They don't turn out to be the thing yeah, you yeah, think. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's a really weird time to learn about your, like, what yeah. you really think about your parents. Yeah, no, no, no. On that journey. I was no. like, okay, that's kind of um, sad, but
0: okay. But in terms of, like, me driving... um, I haven't really done too many huge ones. Like driving out to Mornington Peninsula is probably it. Oh, or, that's not far, man. No, yeah. it's not. But like doing it by yourself, it's easy to just like fucking lose focus while you're driving. Dude, you know our road trip at Christmas was longer than that. Which one?
1: The one we went to the Yarra Valley.
0: Yeah, maybe. But like that—that's what I'm saying. Like it's not much. No, whatever it is for me is is not is not much at all. Man, we should go out to Bright sometime. Yeah, sure. It's, it's wicked. Yes. Yeah. Uh, nice. No, I'm an idiot. I've driven to Canberra. <laughs> yeah, you did that not long ago. We yeah. talked about on the pod. Yeah, yeah I, uh, the, the that's, rec- a de- that's a decent distance. Yeah, it's like
1: six, seven hours. This is the thing. We both come from small
0: countries. Yeah, and Australians like think of driving four hours as being like nothing. Yeah, whereas for me, like driving four hours is is more than enough to get from where I went to uni to my hometown. For but me, it's dr- but it's through like mountain passes and shit. Realistically, if I drove
1: four hours, I could cross four or five countries. Yeah. <laughs> which is wild yeah um yeah i think um my longest would be up to uh, I tell you what i once did um phillip island to port campbell on the great ocean road that's oh, quite wow. a long yeah drive. That's a bit because you gotta go like around the bay yeah, yeah. It, but um yeah melbourne up to wangaratta across to bright down to omeo and then through to Swifts creek that was quite a long one that's like five six hours yeah um yeah, I've never done, a, never done a particularly long one. And then you talk to people, they're like, oh yeah, I drove from Melbourne to Sydney like yeah. just a couple of days. And you're like, yeah. all right. Hobbs has done it a lot of times. I,
0: I know someone who flew, no, didn't fly. That's <laughs> not the same. No, man. no sorry. They, they drove, because someone was moving from Melbourne to Brisbane and they drove up with them and then flew back. So Lockie drove to Byron Bay and has yeah. done it a few times since
1: then. But mm-hmm. he is also from four hours, three and a half hours, four hours outside of Melbourne. So right. he thinks that kind of distance yeah. is not that much of a yeah, problem. Yeah. Um, country people are weird but um, I had some uh, someone I met on my travels for work recently was talking to me about how when they visited Australia they went to they visited Darwin as their like place to go right and they were like I still haven't been to the NT at all well have you ever looked at Darwin on a map
0: yeah it's kind of like weirdly tucked in there right
1: well it is (laughs) Canada all tucked away down there Um, (laughs) but Darwin's actually quite small there's not a huge amount going on in darwin it's right well, you could do it I, you could I, do I, all of darwin in a few I mean, days there's not a lot going on in the nt right a lot of it is quite small that's it and that was the place they came to in australia wow and they were like oh we're here for three weeks really i know brisbane's not far away yeah let's drive to brisbane it looks pretty close on the map yeah of course it does <laughs> just <laughs> just for some context
0: you gonna look it up because yeah. I, I don't know how long that is. I'm going to so guess eight hours.
1: So they think they. I think it's more. They, Fuck. They hire. They're from the UK as well as I recall. Yeah. Um. And they, they were like, oh yeah, no, we'll just drive to Brisbane. How how far could it possibly how be? Could be? Um, bearing in mind I'm from the UK, so everything's quite close. Yeah. Darwin is. <laughs> <laughs> you telling me it's like twelve hours? Thirty-six. Oh, what what? <laughs>
0: you're kidding <laughs>
1: it's three and a half thousand oh, f- kilometers
0: f- I, f- I forgot how far over queensland actually extends yeah i always forget the i queensland thought it was fucking yeah. huge 36 hours yeah they did, were like how fucking could it be did they, did they start driving or did they do this first <laughs> no they drove oh my god and they were like <laughs> i mean you got three weeks you got time to spare yeah they were a little in and they were like
1: yeah, we must be like, where they did we we're not we, even through the I like said eight hours. It's so far. It's <laughs> so far. They were just like, oh, this is bollocks.
0: <laughs> and they were just, they got to Queensland and they were like,
1: okay, we're in Queensland now. It no. can't be much further. But it's also, like, like one third of the but way. But if they've
0: done Return Journey to Darwin, they're going to have to drive back.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they got like a Toyota Corolla because they were like, oh, whatever.
0: Oh, uh, no. <laughs> My word. That's insane. Yeah. I'm a big fan. It's, so <laughs> it's really wow. really
1: far. Wow.
0: Thirty six hours, fuck me. Just
1: imagine being like put it in the sat nav and you don't really look and you start driving and you like do
0: three, four hours and you're like, must be a turning somewhere here soon. The <laughs> thing's like so like Back in my hometown, New Zealand, right, like the the whole area is like sixty thousand people. So like traffic's never that much of a concern. Yep. And like you judge how far away something is in time to drive. And it's usually mm-hmm. consistent. Be like, oh that's that's five, that's ten minutes, that's twenty minutes. And here I know, like when I was living in Northcote and working in Hawthorne, that mm-hmm. is a twenty minute drive that on rush hour would be an hour and a half. Yeah. At worst. Yeah. So like that is th- that scaling done to the nth degree. She's so like, how hard is it? Eight hours? Fucking thirty-six idiot. Well, I-, <laughs> I wonder like if I can give that for some <clears throat> some context. Hang on. If you were in the UK and you drove in a straight line for thirty-six hours, you're in fucking Italy, probably. Mate, you wish you were in Italy. <laughs> You'd be in Kazakhstan. <laughs> right. If I go
1: Los Angeles to New York, mm. that is slowly loading.
0: Yeah.
1: Finding the best man, this is really slow.
0: Yeah. So
1: that isn't much more because the drive the walk from Darwin to the walk Brisbane was 28 days and this is 36 days. For oh. some reason, I don't know what's going on. It's just nothing. It's like, "Hey, don't drive. What are you doing?" Yeah, is it pretending that that isn't a thing that exists? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is wrong with Google Maps at the moment? I don't know. But this is not good content. Oh, <laughs> contra. Anyway, it was. It's a long way. Do you want to do audio only? Geo
1: guesser? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Basically, what we're doing. So yeah, across the US is about. Uh, so it's about three quarters of the way across the US, just from these two towns in Australia. Yeah, fuck. Um, and that's
0: not even going coast to coast. That's like kind of halfway.
1: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> north coast to northeast
0: coast. Yeah. Fuck me, running. Yeah, that was you- like it was like east southeast in terms of direction.
1: Yeah, they weren't they weren't going what I would call um across Australia. No. Yeah, I think if you drove from Calais, you could probably get to Dakar in mm. Senegal. Yeah. Maybe like but then you'd be crossing how many countries to get there? Oh, like 4 billion. <laughs> What's the capital of Saudi Arabia? I don't know. Abu Dhabi? Sure. No, that's you know Emirates, and it's not the capital. Anyway. It's far. Yeah. Sure. You could drive Glad a very you. long way in thirty-six hours. Yeah. Especially once you hit Germany. Oh yeah. Also some of the nullables are unrestricted. We're just chatting, chatting bollocks now. Yeah. I mean that's the HeyBrew way. I hope you've all missed this as much as we have. Yeah. If you like to chat bollocks, you might like to do it to us on our socials. It's Twitter, Instagram and Facebook at Heybrew Podcast. Or they can chat about it on an email, Mike. How could you do that?
0: Well, they can email us at, what is it? Hello at heybrew.zone. It is. Hello For a hey, moment, hey, I was like about to make a joke about the bomb and how they're trying to rebrand this oh, shit. Oh, God. And how so you meant like the Manhattan no, Project. No, 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 no. And how all their social media accounts got camped because they announced it before they actually secured them. And that is the funniest shit to me. It Cause is. Because we locked down our social handles so far ahead of when we actually needed them. Yeah, and we're basically two morons. Yeah. But this is a like government department that is spending 200 grand plus on a rebrand. I was
1: about to say, when we finally <laughs> rebrand, it will be $20, <laughs> not 220000 Welcome to the TMC podcast. Oh.
0: <laughs> no, Elliot. No, no, we couldn't. Unless. We shouldn't. Unless. We could. But then we would have to explain the joke. No. Still. No, no. that's true. Um, yeah, this email address is also the website, the the internet destination that is heybrew.zone which has links to all of the places you'll find us as well as episodes and I mean that's kind of it it's a pretty handy little tool handy dandy tool handy website leave us a review on your favourite podcast listening app of choice yeah and the the weird truth about podcasts still hold true that the thing that seems to matter the most is reviews on the iTunes or the, the like Apple fucking podcast yeah and store. Spotify now but yeah yeah but like so much of podcast infrastructure is based around Apple's store. It's nonsense. It's I absolutely it. nonsense. But the point is, even if you don't listen to us on Apple services, please go put a review there. If you're going to do one yeah, at all. you're bloody well better. Yeah. Or I'll come to your house and fight you. I assume you're an Optus customer. And I'm, I'm going to find out where you live. Bring the noise. Yes. By that I mean a stick, a some, big some stick. loud music. Yeah, just actual noise, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring a band, but it's not going to be a good band. It's going to be that local covers band that you hate that oh. keeps showing up at your local pub. Christ, thank Awful. <laughs> anyway, this has been an episode of Hey Brew, and I almost said the C word.
1: My name is Elliot. My name is C word Mike. <laughs>
0: Chowder. No, wait. Cheers. Cheers. The C word is cheers. My name is <laughs> Cheers Mike. Cheers <laughs> Mike. <laughs> See?
1: Mike Chasington. Yes. You could run with that. Yeah. Um, If you had to change your name, what would it be? Which part of my name am I changing?
0: Uh, First name, then both. Uh, I mean, like, I'm so biased towards Mike because it's the only name I've ever had. You'd be silly not to go with Jeff. No, see, that's too obvious because people already do that and I don't like it. What about if you just change your name to Cot? That's odd. I don't like it. You can do it. It's your own name. It's not a name. Have Max... you seen children? <laughs> what is it? Max Power? Yeah. <laughs> or Staff Sergeant, Max Fightmaster. Always a classic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't have Staff Sergeant because the, the names registrar, I will block it because it's an official title.
1: <clears throat> a person I know had a friend of theirs from back in India called Doctor as a first name. How is it spelled? I don't know, but it wasn't spelled like doctor. Yeah. And they did get a PhD. Yeah. Great. Doctor doctor, be doctor. Give me
0: doctor. the news. I've got they a got bad, bad case, case of, of student, silly names. Student debt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate.
1: Yeah. Uh, that, that is absolutely the end. <laughs>